Welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast, a space curated for the fearless individual on the road to becoming the best version of themselves. This audio series was created for every woman or man that is on the journey of improving, caring, and discovering their fullest potential. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. Sit down, grab a cup of wine with your pen and notebook, and let's get to know ourselves. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time joining me, I want to remind you to press subscribe so that you don't miss out on any content. If this is not your first time joining me, I want to thank you so much for your continued support on Getting to Know Yourself podcast. All right, so let's get to know ourselves. If this is your first time listening, you should know that this podcast is all about self-discovery and getting to know ourselves so that we can become the best version of ourselves and discover our true purpose in life. And today I want to discuss a different way of getting to know ourselves. Oftentimes I work on skills that are innate or skills that we need to build in order for us to become our best selves. But today that is going to be completely different. Today's topic is going to be business credit and entrepreneurship. Today's topic is called getting to know yourself as an entrepreneur know your business credit. So we are going to be talking all about business credit, all about becoming an entrepreneur and following your dreams, you all. Because if you didn't know, 2021 is all about becoming you and the person you are destined to be. And if that is just working a nine to five, that's fine. If it's working a nine to five and being an entrepreneur, that's great too. If it's just being an entrepreneur, that's cool too. But it's it's really, really meaningful for us to know what we want to be out of life so that we can inform ourselves on whether or not entrepreneurship is good for us. So before I get into today's lesson, I want to tell you all a little bit more about myself. I feel like I do tell you sprinkles of about myself in different episodes, but I really, really want to hone in into who I am as a person so that I can give context to today's lesson. So my name is Kyla and I am an educator. Um, Specifically in 2018, I graduated from University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign with a degree in developmental psychology, a minor in chemistry with a pre-med focus. Um, My ultimate goal is to become a doctor, but once I graduated from college undergrad, I did not necessarily have the credentials in order to um, go into medical school. So I decided to do something that was still close to my heart, something that was still service and something that would be me making a difference. So I was contacted by a Teach for America rep and I liked what they were standing for. So I joined Teach for America. I was placed in Milwaukee and so I am a part of what well, I I am an alum now of Teach for America Milwaukee. I worked in the classroom for Urban Setting for two years in the same school. Um, I was a public school teacher, a special education teacher for third and fourth grade my first year. And my second year, I was a seventh grade teacher for 37 students. And then the pandemic happened and um, I've just been virtually teaching. But Beyond all of that, in 2019, I started Know Yourself Lifestyles Association, um, and it started off as a blog. And it has really, really developed as a brand, and I'm truly, truly trying, starting to really understand myself 
um, as an entrepreneur. So it started off as Know Yourself Lifestyles Association blog, and then it branched into Getting to Know Yourself podcast. As you know, you are listening right now. And then after Getting to Know Yourself podcast, I was truly, truly inspired. And I really wanted to become a yoga instructor because it was a practice that I had started picking up since I moved to Milwaukee. Um, at least something that became a habit. I had already been introduced to yoga at such a young age. It was something I practiced over the summertime when I would come in town. I would take my aunt's classes, but this is something I just started to venture in on my own. And because I loved it so much, I decided I wanted to at least get certified and start to teach yoga because I felt like it was something that was a part of my calling. So Fast forward, pandemic happened and I did pay for a yoga class. Initially, it was supposed to be a five day intensive. I was supposed to go to one of five cities and I was supposed to spend my time there, have 12 hours a day in intensive practice. And then I was going to do work on the outside because COVID happened. Um, Black Yoga Magazine ended up extending that to a virtual yoga certification. And I'm so proud of Ashley. She has really grown the amount of yogis uh t- over 2000 yogis have become certified through her program all because of the pandemic so there are great things happening with that but know your mind body soul came out of that in the pandemic so now i have three small habit businesses whatever you want to call them but they were something that were deviating outside of my 9 to 5 now i wasn't quite monetizing any of these things yet um because it was something that i was just developing to know myself as fast forward to the summertime i'm a teacher and i don't get paid over the summertime the pandemic hit life hit and i need some extra cash so i said why not use my skills to become monetized why not make these things something that i can earn money for so i actually did not know that you could have um sponsorships through anchor at no minimum listenership and this is not even the sponsorship part this is not me um throwing out a sponsorship at all this is me just saying i didn't know this so i actually did not um start with my um sponsorship with anchor from the beginning so i was not getting paid to podcast at all um i was not getting paid to blog i didn't i did not monetize my blog in any way i didn't have any affiliate links i did not add e-commerce or anything like that so i was kind of at a loss for myself um not because i didn't know about these things but just because i was kind of scared to do them and um that is going to be a part of our lesson today when we talk about entrepreneurship is just like Fear is like one thing that you cannot have. So that's a little bit about me. And currently I am now a developing entrepreneur and I would like to share some of the things that I've learned along the way. So when we dive into the world of entrepreneurship, there's a few questions that we need to ask ourselves. First off, you need to establish a a mission statement for yourself and your purpose for your business. So you need to ask yourself, what problem am I solving? Once you figure out what problem you are solving, you can get started on the rest of the things and logistics that you need to focus on. The next question I would I would say that you need to ask yourself when starting a small business and seeking entrepreneurship for yourself is to ask yourself, what funds do I need to start? You need to create yourself a budget so that way you can know how much capital you have to work with and you are able to basically just do all that you need to do and all that you envision for your small business next you need to ask yourself 
Who else is doing this? You need to research your competition. That is going to be super important when it comes to your business plan. And I'll be speaking to that in just a second. Then you need to ask yourself, what's my special sauce? For me, I knew that I love to talk. I love to write. And I am truly, really into spirituality. So merging all of those things together when it comes to self-discovery was just perfect for me. Because I just knew that I could really achieve all of those things for myself. The next thing you need to ask yourself is what resources do I currently have to get started? So you need to ask yourself, what resources do I have? You may have, if you want to start a clothing line, you may have some things on hand, um, or maybe you don't start a clothing line. Maybe you start a consignment store online and you resell the clothes that you have and then eventually use that to venture into the world of you know having your own online boutique whatever it is you set you figure that out for yourself and coming back to that special sauce you want to figure out a niche for yourself um and you can do that by figuring out what your gifts are and what you really really want to focus on um and you focus on that and you figure out what your target audience is once you figure that out all of that out it'll be a piece of cake so a few myths that I want to debunk with you all um, when getting started with your business. I know that a lot of us are fearful and we have a lot of fear, especially those who are in nine to fives. I wouldn't necessarily um, tell you all to quit your nine to five and become an entrepreneur full time. There are people who do it all the time and become successful. And that is definitely something that you can do. But that's going to take a lot of blood, sweat and tears, especially if you're leaving a really marketable salary. But if you have capital saved, that's definitely something that I think if you want that for your life, go for it. Don't be fearful. So I'm going to list for you all seven uh, seven myths that I realized that are not true about entrepreneurship. So number one, you have to know what you're doing. No, you don't have to know what you're doing. You just have to start somewhere. Um, you can research along the way. YouTube University is my best friend um, when it's been coming to my brand that I'm coming out with this spring. And honestly, you can learn as you go, truly. Um, the person who, uh, Jeff Bezos, when he started Amazon, he wanted to do online book sales. People thought he was crazy. He started what, in a garage or something. And then it just it's starting to just it's it's he's literally the richest man in the world or one of them um number two you have to have a full business plan no you do not have to have a full business plan when i get into the six steps of starting entrepreneurship and starting a small business i will let you know what you need to have in your business plan in order for you to get started you have to start at the right time so there is no right time to start the time to start is when you want to start and when you're really really willing to give your full effort when you are willing to give your full effort you will absolutely 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 have the success that you plan for yourself you have to have a lot of money to start that is a myth you do not have to have a lot of money to start some people are starting online businesses absolutely with like 35 dollars to have their online website running and they're doing e-commerce and they're making six figures a month a year so absolutely not you don't have to have a lot of money to start you have to hire a staff. I am a solo person in my entrepreneurship and in my brand. Um, it is a lot harder when you're a solo staff, but it's definitely something that is possible. You have to work 24-7. No, you do not have to work 
Um, people who are successful entrepreneurs actually put themselves on a schedule and they have a very nice work balanced life. Um, Jeff Bezos, I believe gets like eight hours of sleep. Um, and he only has to sit in a few meetings a day. He makes a few decisions a day. And to me, that is the life I'm trying to live. I don't want to make very many decisions throughout the day. I just want to chill and like enjoy what I'm doing. And I think that that's how you really live the fruit of your life when you have a work balance, work life balance. And number seven, you have to do it all. You do not have to do it all. You don't have to every little shiny car that's going by. Oh, I need to be, this needs to be part of my brand. This needs to be part of my brand. Like I said, real successful businesses have a target audience. And when you have a target audience, doing it all doesn't work for that audience. Everybody doesn't like it all. So you need to figure out that niche, figure out what you're gifted at, figure out your purpose and your mission statement. And baby, you can get started, period. So now we're going to get into the six step process to starting a small business. First of all, you all, I hope that listening to this has been very informative. Um, And before we go on to this, I want to urge you all to definitely, 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 even if it's something that is very small, I urge you to go and get an entity um, in your name. Uh, whether it's for a business or in your own name, because there are a lot of tax benefits when you have an LLC, S-Corp, um, etc. And I can do a part two to this if this is something that you all found very interesting, um, because there is a lot more that goes into business. And I want to make sure that it's informative for you all and that you all are getting the best that you can out of everything that I'm offering. So. Um, Here is the six-step process to starting a small business. Number one, write a one-page business plan. So a one-page business plan consists of the following. Your mission statement, your objectives or goals, your business philosophy, your target audience, and you can even make an avatar for your target audience so that it makes it even more easy to narrow down. You need to create a niche. You need to create a budget. And you need to figure out who your competition is. Those seven things need to be included on that one pager for your business plan. And once you figure that out, honestly, you should be able to present that to um, other corporations, get some type of funding for your business. There are so many things out there for you all. And I really want people to be successful. Number two, decide on a budget. Like I said, you can decide on a budget um, that is super important. I wouldn't, like I said, quit my job if I don't have any type of budget money saved for a entrepreneurship uh, endeavor. Creating a budget is so fundamental to your success and sticking to that budget is even more important. Definitely know that you can um, go get business grants and stuff like that. But in order for you to do that, you do have to be a registered business. And that brings me to number three, decide on a legal entity. When you decide on a legal entity, you will be able to um, register your business with the EIN. You need that. And then you'll also need um, a legal registration and you can um, decide on what type of corporation you will be. And that will decide how you break down your taxes. But um, I want you to talk about the another benefit to having a legal entity at the end of all of this and that is your business credit um take care of the money so you want to take care of your money this is also going to contribute to your business credit and when you take care of your money you do that by you don't want to mix your personal account and your business account together those two will really mess you up for taxes purposes you want to make sure that you have a business banking account and a personal checking account um and those things will really really keep you clean for all of your tax purposes and receipts and all that stuff um really good way to get a business checking account if you don't want to go through major banks such as 
is Chase, which has a really good return. Um, BMO Harris, Capital One, um, Bank of America. But there also are places like PayPal and Square that really, really, really reward you for using transactions with them. And I am going to get into that when I talk about the business credit at the end of this all. Um, Number five, you want to get your website and you can do that um, and you want to buy a domain name. You can buy your domain name through, uh, there's a host of websites that you can buy your domain name through. If this is something that you're interested in, I can definitely, like I said, go into more um, depth in the next episode, but I want to keep this as brief as possible. So um, some places that you can get your website, Google Sites is a place to get it, Square, Wix, Shopify. If you are interested in more of an e-commerce type of deal, I would definitely go toward the Shopify or Square um, store. But Wix also is a very good holistic store if you want to have appointments, events, etc. If your um, business is going to offer more than just products, Wix is definitely a great place to go because you can um, house so many things on your website. I can't really speak for the other two websites because of the fact that I have never used them, but I have heard great feedback from from them as well. Lastly, you want to test sales. You can test your sales through um, Facebook marketing. That is the best way to do it. And also, if you want to do an Instagram shop, that is a good way to test your sales. But in order to set up an Instagram shop, you will have to have 100 followers or more and also have an established Facebook page and a host of other things. So that was the six step process, a very, very brief process of how to start a small business. Lastly, I want to get into your business score. So like your business score, or if you're not aware, there are three credit bureaus when it comes to your uh, to your credit score in general. Your personal credit score, the three credit bureaus are Equinix, TransUnion, and Experian. And those three places um, report a credit score based on your utilization, your payment history, and um, basically your mix of credit and a host of other things that can contribute to your personal credit. Like your personal credit score your business can also have a credit score and the perk of this is once you establish a great business score in your business um or a great credit score within your business you are able to buy things assets through your business houses cars you name it so this is a great way especially if you don't have a grand personal credit this is a great way to still acquire assets through your business entity. So you may say, well, Kyla, I don't know anything jack squat about business credit. So I'm going to tell you a few things about business credit and I'm going to give you a few tips on how to build your business credit and where to find your business credit. Number one, there are three credit bureaus for the business credit, just like it is for personal credit. Three credit bureaus for the business credit are your uh, Experian and your Equifax, and then you also have your Dun and Bradstreet. Your Dun and Bradstreet is um, a separate score, and you use that. Well, you get your Dun and Bradstreet number to get your Paydex score. So the Paydex score is your actual business score. The business score that you need is going to scale from one to one hundred. And when you have a scale of eighty or above, that means you have excellent business credit, and that's when you can start scratching the surface and getting into those um, assets and such. And so, how do you look up your business score? You look up your business score by going to dunandbradstreet.com and you can get your business credit 
done um your duns number once you figure out what your duns number is you can either see if your business is registered as an entity on there or you can get your business um duns number they'll send it to you within 48 hours and then you can look up your pedex score if you're like me one of my businesses is fairly new or not even fairly new it hasn't really even been established yet so as a result i only have a duns number i do not have a pedex score but once i start purchasing things through vendors and asking them to report to my paydex score, I will be able to acquire more things under my business. So you may ask me, well, how exactly do I establish a paydex score? How can I get a good business credit? So coming back to those things about having a PayPal or a Square account, if you register your business as having a account, a business banking account with PayPal or Square, they will um, also keep track of your transactions. So if you pay a bill with your business credit um, through your business, um, if you do an invoice with your business on PayPal, you are able to pay that and acquire that as a invoice. And then they use that as capital. They see that as a transaction and they are taking money for each transaction. And then eventually, once you have established about I believe it's $5,000 worth of transactions, you will be able to establish a working capital or a builder loan with PayPal. And that is for $10,000. You can also build your credit through Uline, Granger, and Quill. And so those same type of things, they're vendors. They um, are vendors that you can purchase from and they will go back and let um let people know report to the uh credit bureaucracy 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 oh my gosh you're probably going to think i'm so crazy for this but you will be able to basically report your credit to them and that is how you can build your business credit so you get your duns number you figure out your pedex score if you don't have a pedex score you establish a pedex score by doing a lot of transactions and invoices and having a record of that and also having vendors or whomever that you purchase from, report to the credit credit bureaucracy. If they're reporting to the credit bureaucracy, that establishes a relationship for, for you, and they are looking for a delinquency predictor score. Um, if you don't have any delinquencies and you are doing well in your business, then you will be able to um, start acquiring assets and getting these grants and loans that are out there for you. Now, I want to let you all know that um, this is not something that necessarily happens overnight. It is something that you'll have to work on. You will have to constant, consistently show progress within your business um, transactions so people that are willing to give you money. But this is a great start. And once you establish an 80 or above PayDex score, you can get loans. Um, you can get business credit cards. And once you get those business credit cards, guess what you all? They don't penalize you for using all of your credit. If you need a if you get a business credit card for $10,000 and you need to use that $10,000 for your for your business, as long as you pay back all of that $10,000, you'll still have a perfect credit score. So this is something that is super super important. I think we all should benefit from it. So Figure out what you want to do for your business or if you don't want to do anything for your business, establish yourself as a business and make yourself a sole proprietor and figure out how you can start taxing things that you are purchasing for your lifestyle and the job that you are working because you are working a job when you are being a person, right? 
that's free game. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that part out loud, but that is becoming an entrepreneur, getting to know yourself as an entrepreneur, know your business credit, and then also know a little bit about entrepreneurship. All right, y'all, that's it for today. I'm your host, Kai, and this is Getting to Know Yourself Podcast. I want to remind you, if you haven't already, to press subscribe so that you don't miss out on any content. Also, if this is your first time listening, I want to invite you to listen to any previous episodes so that you can be all caught up. If this is not your first time joining me, thank you so much for being an avid listener, and we will be here next week, Wednesday. Until next time, peace!